Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And we have a, another episode coming at you this week. DJ, some people might look at All You Need to Know and say, eh, it's not that great. Eh, maybe it's not for me. I don't get the I don't get the appeal. But you know what people can't say? What's that? Is that we're not consistent. That's right. Because we are just rolling along. This is episode two hundred and twenty one, which if you look at it from the perspective of how many weeks are in a year and we release it on a weekly basis, we're doing pretty good. High percentage. Reliability factor high and it doesn't feel i actually tried to do the math the other day and it was like oh we've missed like 30 weeks or something along the way really it doesn't feel like that though right no but if you think about it in the grand five scheme years of things, that's 250 something weeks 260 weeks yeah i mean there's still a small percentage that we've missed so uh and and for the most part either myself or yourself has been on every single episode i think there's only one episode uh that was just released actually in this past year where i think thad buchanan and isaac bayer were the only two people on the episode there was you and i did not make an appearance there was one where i did an episode with blaine bizzle and Mm -hmm. you were on it at the very beginning but then you went for a jog yes yeah. So, I mean, technically, I guess you were still on that one. That was, I was just, I was, that was whenever I was in such a busy place. Oh, I, I yeah. was just, I had all kinds of well, stuff yeah, to do. And we all have different seasons in mm-hmm. life. Yes. And yeah. so now you're getting into that more busy oh, season of life. It, yeah. Uh, some very uh, interesting conversations we had that we won't talk about on the podcast. But we're going to have an interesting conversation on the podcast, which is the good news, right? Yeah. I'm going to take a sip of this drink, and you just go ahead and talk about something for a second, okay? Okay. That cup you're uh, drinking out of is pretty ugly. It's got a Louisville Cardinal on it. But it's a cool logo, though. It is. It's the old, like, 1980s Mm -hmm. Louisville Cardinal logo. The Dunkin' Cardinal logo. The Dunkin' Cardinal. I I don't hate it. Um, It looks nice. Yeah. It's it's not bad. Retro. Yeah, I mean, I, see, I, I'm I'm a nostalgic person. I like to even look back on times where I was not alive yet, really not even thought of yet. Can something be nostalgic if you weren't alive during that time? I think so. That's a good poll question. Let me let me write that one down. But I think maybe what we're talking about in today's episode could be a little nostalgic. I think that we'll yeah. find as we continue to talk about it, we'll be like, you know, I actually didn't realize that that is kind of, you know, yearning for the good old days, right? So let me write down this poll question while you say something else. All right. I would like to ask um, ahead of time for the audience's forgiveness. Uh, I Before I got here, I ran through McDonald's drive-thru, and uh, I asked them to give me uh, a number one through four combo. Uh, so I had a lot to eat right before I stepped in. Um, and you know how McDonald's is anyway. It doesn't exactly settle real nicely on the stomach. So you ordered... Combo meal one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Okay. And did they think that you had like a family in your car? They did. They said, "Hope you hope you all have a good day." And you're. And just then the I pulled one. around to the window and I saw Jaws drop. It yeah. was it was funny. Um, I got a good kick out of it. And uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it. 
I'll pay for it. I paid for it monetarily. You paid for it it there. And I'll pay for it again. And you'll pay for it again. Um, But you know what? In the meantime, it was worth it. It was a tasty treat. Uh And I'm full. Before, well, that's what it takes at McDonald's is to eat like three cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets, fries, and a large Coke and an apple pie. And then you're like, okay, I'm actually full. Because if you just get the regular meal... It feels like you just ate like a yeah. piece of cardboard, and there's it, there's no nutritional value, and you didn't really get anything no, from well, it. Well, there's no nutritional value to to anything from McDonald's, but um, no, I didn't. I not literally ordered a one through four combo. No, but um, I do have a go to order that I try to go a little cheap on, but get plenty of food. I go two double cheeseburgers, two McDoubles, mm-hmm. a small fry, a four piece McNugget with a barbecue sauce and a large sweet tea or sometimes I'll get a Sprite if I'm feeling frisky. So that's like whenever they were doing those specialized meals for celebrities. So that would be like the DJ pig. That would be the piggy meal. The piggy meal. That's right. Okay. Well, um, yeah, if anyone wants to feel like DJ, at least during yeah. a lunch or dinner period, uh, you could order exactly yeah. what DJ just mentioned and $9.27. Yeah. Get a look into, uh, what DJ's life looks like. It's um, approximately eight to 900 calories. And whenever whenever you go through a fast food place, are you eating on the way to wherever you're going, or are you strong enough? Do you have enough willpower to leave everything in the bag and get to it once you get to your destination? I don't make it out of the parking lot. You don't. The meal doesn't Look, make it out. Of the most people, lot. I think, most logical people, they get the bag from the window, they open it up, they look, check, make sure everything is there, sure, and then they drive off and they get to a spot to where. If they are going to eat on the way, they get out on the highway where maybe you can steer, you know, how steer you steer with, with the knees. Knee. Yeah. Uh, Not a lot so, of turns. Right. And, and I'll do that when I can. But, man, if I'm if I'm really hungry, I'll check to make sure everything is there. And then if I realize everything is there, I go ahead and grab something before I even pull out of the parking lot. Have things ever gotten dicey for you trying to eat fast food and drive? Almost died on the way here. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one time I made a huge mistake of getting a McRib. And I, oh, was, God. I, I didn't realize how messy those things were. But you better I, been, you better have been on your way to a car wash. Uh, I, well, that would have been a good, Would have been a good idea. I continued to eat it even after opening it. It was clear it wasn't going to go well. I was like, "Well, let's see if we can." You're too far in at that point. Get, go against the odds. You and rewrap see, it, and see it what put it happens. back in a bag. Yeah, so no. I opened it up, and it was just a mess from the get go. Took a bite, and like half of it slid out the back ha- end of the bun. Oh yeah. Um, it oh landed, yeah. It landed in the container that it came in, but then it splattered, and so there was barbecue sauce. Ugh. On like the the window and on the like the control board, yeah. the dash, um, on my shorts and yeah. my shirt, and at that point, might as well keep going, right? Yeah, there's no can't stopping. get any worse, but it did because then, like I said, it just it just I put it back together. Mind you, I'm driving, so now there's barbecue sauce all over my steering wheel. Yeah, it's all over my face, it's all over my crotch, and then I I take another bite, and then onions and pickles fall out. In between my seat, they put and, onions and pickles on a McRib. Yeah, and and they fall in between the uh, the seat and the like the middle part of the car. You've got to get your car detailed after that. So then I set the McRib up on the dash and then went down with my no. right hand to try to get the pickles and onions. And then of course because it's so distracting, I slam on the brakes right because the car right. is kind of like slowing down. Yeah, the McRib flies backwards into the back seat. And it's almost like a, a, a picture. It looked like, for a second, it looked like a, like E.T., but it yeah. was just barbecue sauce. Right, yeah. And so then 
at that point, I pull over off the side of the road on the interstate and uh, go to the back seat and try to salvage as much as I can, put it back together, and took a couple more bites. What you're saying is the inside of your car looked like a Jackson Pollock painting in mm-hmm. barbecue sauce. Yes, but but don't leave out the part that a portion of it did look like E.T. It was it was actually yeah. rather interesting. Well, I mean, and that's what, like, with the Jackson Pollock paintings, you kind of look at it, and it's just a bunch of dots and lines yeah. and scribbles and paint and whatever. But, you know, you interpret it to... We talked about that last week. Last with week, what is, what is art? art, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, we, we fast food. We're not talking about that today. We've got no. a different topic. We spent a lot of time kind of in this intro portion. I hope that I mean the McRib story is kind of funny. Yeah, uh, my goodness, it was just a mess. That's it one of those just things. Got worse. Uh, you know what I thought of when, you, like, as you were telling that story? What's that? I thought of someone else seeing the inside of your car, and I all I could think about was Chris Farley as he described the car crash to the guy when he's trying to sell brake pads and Tommy mm-hmm. Boy, and he's got this cigar. You, oh my god. Yeah, and I I think that. It could have also been, if it was from a distance, if someone saw me, because, of course, my ass is hanging out of the the, the back. Uh, plumber's crack? Yeah, there's a little bit of a plumber's Gah. crack um, as I'm trying to clean up the McRib from the back seat. And uh, so if someone drove by, I guess the barbecue sauce, if the sun hit it in the right way, it could look like blood. So maybe someone thought that I had just murdered someone. and You might have had the cops called on you. Yeah, but I got out of there quick enough, and the, the McRib... Oof. Long story short, and, and then after this, we'll get into today's topic. Don't try to eat a McRib and drive. It should be against the law. I would almost venture to say don't try to eat a McRib at all. Yeah, that's probably safer. And we're going to get into today's topic. This is episode 221. We're talking about road trips. Okay, DJ, so that was a rather long intro, so we're going to have to shorten up some It's of one of these. our better ones, though. I feel good about Maybe. it. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see if we get any feedback, but yeah. uh, we're going to have to shorten up some of the ideas that we wanted to really dive into today, because, of course, we try to always cover a topic to about 95%. Yeah. We leave that last 5% for the audience mm-hmm. to, to discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. amongst themselves, amongst their study groups. Yeah. Um, I or Scooter, asked, when he listens. Yeah, or, yeah, my dad. And... It's funny because I remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, I said something about continuing the metaphors, but I'm not going to put you on the spot today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe be ready for next week. I will. Yeah, I'll think about that. I'll have one ready. Probably a good chance you're not here next week, right? I won't be here next week. Okay. So. No, I will. I will be. Okay. I will be. So that was a joke. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into today's topic. We're I'm always about, here in spirit. Yes. I'm sorry. And, and I know that. I don't and mean to interrupt. We're talking about road trips which it's just an it's an american classic road trip idea like you yeah. see movies about it there are songs about it mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it's it's a great way to to create memories but yeah. also really test friendships and family what are some all-time great movies that include road trips that you can think of um I mean, the first one that comes to mind is any of the National Lampoon's Yeah, exactly. I was thinking family, movies. Griswold family vacations. Um, so so those definitely. And then the, the remake of that one with the vacation movie, and it was Ed Helms and Christina Applegate. That was actually pretty good. Was it? Um, I saw a little bit of it, but I don't think I ever got a chance to watch it all the way through. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, that's that's about road tripping. Interesting. Um, Due Date. Have you Due seen Date that one? Due Date is a fantastic Zach one. Zach Galifianakis and Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but just off the top of my head, that I feel like that's a, that's a decent list so yeah. far. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it, a road trip really tests 
patience and quality of relationships. Because yeah. I think everyone has an idea to, at one point, drive across the United States and yeah. to see all the sites. I don't. I, no. I want to see all the sites, but I'll fly to them. Okay. I don't, I don't want to drive. So let's get into that real quick. I mean, we, we were supposed to spend 15 minutes on this alone, but because yeah. of that long intro, we're going to have to shorten some things up, like I said. So, of course, with the modern innovation of airline travel, mm-hmm. it saves a lot of time. So let's say that if uh, we, we're based in western Kentucky, mm-hmm. if I wanted to drive out to, let's say, Denver, Colorado, it's That's fi- a haul. 15 and a half hours. Whew. If I flew... Two and a half hours. Really? Three, maybe. I don't fly a whole lot. I don't travel a whole lot either. But if you think about that... I'd much rather fly. You would much rather fly just based on how much time it would save you. Yeah. Um, But there is an appeal of a road trip. And a road trip, I don't think, has to be a long, like, 18-hour drive. It could be a three-hour drive. It Mm -hmm. could be a six-hour drive. It could be an hour, right? Yeah. So what are some of the things, which, which, like I said... We're going to get into the pros and cons of a road trip. What are some of the pros that you can think of right off the bat? And then what are some of the cons? Some of the pros, I would say, is uh, as long as you're with somebody that you like and that you can tolerate for a long period of time and have confined space, uh, it can be a pretty good time to spend quality time with somebody else. Uh, You get to learn a little bit more. You get to have... Uh, it's a time for deeper casual conversations. Sure. Forced conversations. Forced yeah. conversations, yeah. Um, you know, you get to... For me, one of the things that I like is kind of figuring out what roads go where, mm. uh, figuring out where I'm at. Uh, I don't know how you are. I'm a big... I, I, I remember road names and road numbers. Some people go by, like, landmarks. They, sure. Uh, I, you, you know, you go up to turn, the to Turn the bank right and, after the yeah. bank. Yeah. Turn and then take a left before you get to the Dolly Parton statue. Yes. Stuff like that. Yeah. And, but for me, I, I go more by numbers, road numbers, and uh, names. So that's that's an appeal to me. Uh, getting to sightsee a little bit because, you know, you have your destination, but most times, so depending on where you're going, a lot of times there's stuff that you can stop and see on the way. Like mm. for me, even if I'm going somewhere and there's nothing in between, say maybe there's a Bucky's, like mm. that's a sight to see. I go in anytime I can. I'll make and six extra stops if they have those Bucky's. Bucky's is becoming more of a national phenomenon. I think it's crazy. Originally, it was more of a southern thing, but. Can you speak on the uh, phenomenon that is Bucky's yeah. that is sweeping the nation? Well, so, and you know, I know we have uh, listeners in other countries, and I haven't been sure. to other countries all that much, so I don't know how it is in those places. But for the, our listeners around here, we have little, we have malls, right? And I don't know if they have, I'm sure they have malls in some form or shopping fashion. center, shopping center of some sort. Uh, basically, Bucky's is a gas station, like convenience store, but it's kind of like a Kentucky Oaks mall for the people that live around here. Just combine, it's all, I don't know, you've got everything. Like you walk to a Kentucky Oaks mall around Christmas time, they got the roasted peanuts. Bucky's has the roasted peanuts. Year year round. Year round. Mm -hmm. Bucky's has, uh, they'll, they'll make you a fantastic brisket sandwich right there in front of you while you're waiting on the gas to pump. They're slow roasting that thing for three or four days. You can buy... Uh, home good items. You can buy 
pieces decor. of art. Decor. You can buy stuff to put in your house. You can buy... A sweatshirt. Yeah, you can buy clothes. They have just any different merchandise. You can buy toilet paper. You can buy drinks, snacks. They have the most beautiful bathrooms mm. that I've ever seen. The doors are secure. You don't have to worry about privacy. There's at least there's 25 little, stalls. There's not that little slit where people can make no. eye contact with no. you? No, if, if somebody's going to look, it's going to be somebody's kid who doesn't know the proper mm. protocol, and they're going to be peeking under. Peeking under. Yeah. You can't stop a peeker under, but no. you can stop a... a, a yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound right to say, but a slit peeker. A sl- yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll There's have to brainstorm a better, on a better better way to term. say that. But no, Bucky's is it it is the phenomenon that it is because there is so much versatility. They sell smokers, they smell gr- they sell grills, they sell tents. You can smell grills too. You can smell grills. I mean, it's it's insane the amount of things that you can get and, in a Bucky's and it's really just a gas station. And here's here's the confession that I have to make. I still haven't been to a Bucky's, but the oh. the Bucky's craze has hit close to home. My yeah. mom and dad are all about it. They've oh. stopped at a couple of them. Um, th- they say that, uh, and, and it, it's like hearing about uh, a land, you know, like back in, I imagine it back in, you know, the old and medieval times yeah. and someone goes and sees a castle and comes back to, you know, the huts and shacks and says, come quickly. I must tell you about this establishment that is far greater than anything we've ever seen. There are gas pumps for miles the bathrooms are squeaky clean, and it's, you won't have problems with slit beakers. You have grills that you can sell and smell. Like, it's awesome. Like, it's like that, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's just something different. I think that's really important. And well, we we got onto this because I asked you about pros and cons. So we, I don't know if we'll get back to that or not because now the, we've spent a lot of time talking about Bucky's. Right. Well, and I just like I view that as as an example of one of the pros, like. Part of the pros of a road trip is the stops you make along the way. Mm. Yeah, you've got the start and you've got the destination. Say you're going from where the we journey. live. But yeah, they, and that's what you have to enjoy the most, right? That's what life's all about. It's mm. not the beginning. Uh, they say that the the best times in life are the day that you're born and the reason you find out why, the day you the, mm. you realize why. Uh, going on a road trip is kind of like that. Like you're excited to leave and you're excited to get to the destination. But really, a lot of the memories that you have come from that road trip. And that's a good point. If you are on an airplane, uh, once you're up in the air, you're preferring not to stop somewhere that you weren't planning on stopping, if, right. if that makes right. sense. So with a with the flexibility of, of traveling in an automobile, yeah. though it might be statistically far more dangerous, right? There, yeah, you do have the opportunities to stop at a Bucky's or mm-hmm. a rest stop. Or a historical landmark such yeah. as like the world's biggest soda cup, which yeah. I've seen, and it's big. You've seen the world's biggest soda cup? Yeah, it's a it's like a big gulp, but not a big gulp, but it's just, it's huge. I, I mean, I can't believe it. It's it's I unbelievable, see it. and it's stuff like that where I think that's where our nation brings in so many tourists. Yeah. And it provides so much entertainment because that's what people are coming to this country to see: mm-hmm. the biggest soda cup, uh, the the Wiener Mobile that yeah. Oscar Mayer Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile things like that I still that. haven't seen it in person I see pictures of it all the time Well here's here's a story associated with that and then I want to get back to Bucky's and then we need to really get going on okay. this list that we have about road trips but I was driving near uh near Paducah uh I was actually about to get onto the interstate mm-hmm. so I was on a highway and I was about to get on the interstate I'm going over an overpass right Yep and lo and behold, right there, 
under the underpass, right? The Wienermobile? Crossing through, going the direction that I'm about to go, is the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. You slowed down, right? Well, the exact opposite. I sped up to catch up to it. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying it was coming in behind. No, 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 no. It was... I was on the highway going over an overpass, and it goes underneath that overpass. I got you. And it's going in the direction that I'm going. Yeah. I literally, out loud, say, Holy s***. And I chase that thing. Yeah. I don't speed, for the most part. I Pedal to the I was driving 95 miles an hour just to catch up to the Oscar Mayer yeah, Well, you want to see it up close. And I did. I uh, almost rear-ended it, but... Right before that, I, I, I swerved over to the left um, and just got a really good look at it. And there's no other way to say this. That's a big wiener driving it down is, the interstate. It is, isn't it? And I you mean, know it's, what? it's a long one. You you caught yourself in the right situation because it is better to nearly rear-end the wienermobile than to get rear-ended by, by the, the wienermobile. Wiener Definitely, that's true. You don't you don't want that. And what's, what's funny about it is, is I read into it afterwards and it seemed like just a normal person was driving it. They didn't have uh, like any Oscar Mayer memorabilia or is the driver or apparel. Is, is They're the in driver? the front. They're in the front of okay, the wiener mobile. Okay, but are they in the bun or is it like? It's in the wiener. It's in the tip. In it. I mean, I, I know that that sounds bad, but there's no other way to say it. They're at the very front of it, and there's a window where you can see them. And of course, there's a door. Oof. There's a door on the side. So Ugh. I remember driving by them and waving like, hey, how's it going? They waved back. And then I look into it more after I got to my destination. Of course, I didn't pull my phone out and look while I was driving. Right. Safety first. Safety first. Don't uh, be distracted by your phone and drive. So what I did is I looked at it. Apparently, there's there are a there's a small living quarters in the back of it to where it has a bed and like a little bathroom. So it's kind of like an RV. But for the most part, there are just seats. And what I believe, and I'm not sure, but I think that they allow people to just drive the Wienermobile around to different events that it might be needed at, which, yeah. of course, it doesn't have any uh, real use except just to sit there for people to look at. I thought they delivered Oscar Mayer Wieners. No, no. Um, wow. I, at least that's not what I think the main purpose is. And then I also think it's for for brand recognition, right? I mean, well, I yeah, saw of course. I saw the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile driving down uh, the interstate, I drove 95 miles an hour to pick or to catch up next to it just to see it, just to be that close. Right. I wanted to touch it, but I didn't. Yeah. And so I think that's what it does for the most part is just to get that Oscar Mayer wiener in your mind. And then whenever you go to the grocery store, uh, the next time you might be more, uh, inclined to pick up a, a pack, a six pack of wieners. So that being said, getting back to Bucky's, I've heard that it's just a great opportunity and a clean place to stop, right? Yes. So that's a big thing whenever I'm on a road trip. Yeah. Is you're going to have to stop at some point to fill up with gas mm-hmm. and then empty the tank, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. And I do know what you're saying. I know exactly so what you're saying. Whenever it comes to a situation like that, you want to go to a place that is clean, that uh, has a good snack selection. Yeah. Um, has maybe a good cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. One time I stopped at a, at a rest stop, or no, at, at a travel stop or travel center. There was a food court in there. I mean, I, I could have gotten Cinnabon, uh, what's the Panda Express, um, McDonald's, Wow, Pizza Hut. It was all in there. 
That is, it's like a mall food court. Yes. That's wild. So another interesting thing. So we're talking about Bucky's and travel centers and uh, rest stops. Mm -hmm. Whenever I was traveling up north, uh, whenever I went up to Green Bay, Wisconsin, it was the first time I've seen these uh, right above the interstate, like as if it was an overpass. They have these big structures with glass and and I'm like, what is that? Because it almost looks like a like a spaceship landed on top of the interstate. But it's not a spaceship. It is a food court. It's like a nice little stop. It's like a rest stop, basically, because it has bathrooms. And then inside that, there was a like a bank. Um, there were a lot of people there, like filing their taxes. There was a long line. Um, but then besides that, they had um, like a little souvenir shop. Then they had a McDonald's. They had a KFC, Dunkin' Donuts, Panda Express. It's a food My court goodness. sitting right above the interstate, which that's a perfect idea. Yeah. Because how many times have you been traveling and you're like, ah, you know, we need to stop, but I don't want it to take up too much time. No one can agree on what they want to eat. Right. They don't want to, I don't want to go to Popeye's. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go to McDonald's. Yeah. And then you just go to a place like this. Everything's right there. You can go to the bathroom, you can pick up a souvenir t-shirt and you can get some food. And then you're right back on the interstate because it's literally like you, you get off the interstate, it's the only thing that's right there, and then you get back on it. You got multiple options. Yeah. yeah because that's, that's awesome. Um, that's the one thing. Whenever you're on a road trip, you're driving, and you look at the sign, it says, ooh, a Chick-fil-A is at the next exit. And then whenever you get off on the exit, then you see the sign, and it says it's eight miles down the road on yeah. the right. That's not convenient. No, not um, at all. But something like that where it's just all right there, really nice. Yeah. A really nice feature. And that's another pro to road trips is the fact that you kind of, you get to... Uh, <coughs> oh, gosh. Excuse me. Bless you. Ugh. Anyways, this is at McDonald's. Pro to road trips. Yeah, it's another pro to road Like, you get to see what other parts of the country have to offer mm. or what other parts of the world have to offer if you're traveling to another country. Otherwise, so, you're just flying over it. Or if you're on a train, right. you don't really have the option of... I mean, you could get off at certain places, but... Then you got to get back on. Yeah, you got to get back yeah. on. So, no, there's definitely definitely some pros to the road trip. I think, obviously, you're, you've are you got a end destination in mind, and you are ready to get there. But there are pros and cool things that you get to experience along the way. Yes, and we, we've touched on it a lot, but I think one thing that we really do need to talk about is snacking on a road trip. Oh, 100%. So, we got to talk about the the cons too, but we cons. can we can talk about that after let's the snacks. Let's get back to the cons. Let's talk about the snacks. There's a lot of cons. So, the snack situation, I think you have to be strategic because sure. you want to go in and if you're driving, you're looking for something to kind of give you some fuel, right? Mm -hmm. So, you might pick up a cup of coffee, you might see if they have a Cliff bar or some sort of energy snack yeah. that would be sustainable. Maybe pick up a, a five-hour energy, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. But if you're just a passenger in the trip, mm -hmm. uh, because oftentimes if you go on a road trip, it's not just you by yourself. There's mm -hmm. usually a group of people or at least two or three people yeah. on this road trip. You can go in and I'm the type of guy, I'll try to get something salty and sweet because I never know how I'm going to feel. Right. Right. Whenever, right. I'm, whenever I'm further down the road. Mm-hmm. So you can tell me your go-to. My go-to uh, road trip snacks would be combos. So the okay. little pretzels, oh, yeah. snacks with whatever. Filled it, with whatever you filled, want. I, I don't think that that's anything. It says pizza, but that's definitely not pizza. No. It says made with real cheese, but I don't, I don't no think that that's, that's true either. I get combos 
and usually some sort of gummy snack. So a Sour Patch Kid, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. a Jolly Rancher gummy, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Um, but then, because I'm trying to watch my figure, I'll usually get uh, a Coke Zero or uh, okay. an, an unsweet tea, something like that. Okay. Because I know I'm going to be consuming a lot of calories in the snack. So unsweet I don't wanna... tea is terrible. Yes. I don't see how you drink unsweet tea. But but is I'm is it saying, an acquired uh, taste? It's you know it just kind of tastes like water, but there's something about it. But any, anyways, I just like to have the options, and then I like to kind of save on the calorie count whenever I get the drink. So yeah. so how do you okay. feel? What what are your go to? Well, one thing that I always want that I never end up getting, beef jerky. Too expensive. It's way too expensive. Why is beef jerky so expensive? That's a great question. I'll put it on the board. Why is it, it, it never makes sense. I think that we probably need to protest. I think everybody needs to just stop buying it for a while. So when the demand goes down, they'll have high supply. The prices will drop. Then we can start buying beef jerky again. Here's the thing is you can get a bag of beef jerky or you can go to the grocery store and buy a ribeye steak for the same price. Yeah. What's the point of eating the beef jerky yeah. if you can just gnaw on a ribeye steak That's for, right. for a couple hours? That's right. Well, I mean, you got to cook the, the ribeye steak. For yeah. the beef jerky, all you got to do is rip it but up. If, but, but imagine still, on a road trip, you got a little George Foreman grill in the back or something. You could that's you true. grill it up. That's true. But... Yeah, beef jerky is one that I always want. I, I, when when you say what is your go-to snack, that's the one that I want to say, but I never actually end up getting it just because it is so pricey. Mm. Um, I like the the sweet and sour stuff. Uh, like you said, the the sour gummy worms. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, I really like that I don't get real often the peach rings. Oh. I love the peach rings. Good. Um, if if I'm gonna get a drink, most of the time I'll get a fountain drink. To me, it's cheaper, you and you ice. get more, and you, and you get, get the, the ice. ice because that's another thing: the longevity of a fountain drink. You drink the drink, and then if you have enough ice in there, then you can kind of munch on that for a little bit. Yeah, kind of satisfy that yeah. little craving. So, uh, and then another thing that I've kind of gotten on to is uh, just Jolly Ranchers uh, for a trip. I like to have a, a bag of Jolly Ranchers and just be able to suck on them. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's the thing is you can it. it it satisfies that little craving, like I said, because you can suck on them for a good long while. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a that's a plus. For sure, it's a plus. So, and and now with that being said, let's get back to the pros and cons of yeah. a road trip. Uh, Before, oh yeah, go favorite ahead. flavor of Jolly Rancher. Favorite flavor of Jolly Rancher used to be watermelon, but blue raspberry is making a push. Blue raspberry is awesome. Yeah, I would say watermelon. A lot of people kind of push back on the cherry. I think there's a lot of people who say, no, I don't like the cherry. You like the cherry. You'll eat it. It's just, it's a little overrated and it's a little outdated. Well, like cherry is just tr- a traditional flavor right. that you're going to see in, in, you know, like a, a sucker or, or a gummy. Right. So whenever you get I like the, the option. green apple too. Yeah, green you apple. You can't go wrong with Jolly little tangy, Little tangy, yeah. Granny Smith green apple type thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely like that. But but let's go ahead and get into the pros and cons because that's what we started with uh, probably 20 minutes ago. So right, um, you mentioned the pros, mm-hmm. which were being able to stop, sightsee uh, a little bit, sightsee a little bit, quality time, quality time, yeah. having conversations that you probably wouldn't otherwise have. Yeah. Another pro is if if hopefully if you're the driver you're not doing this, but if you're a passenger maybe getting caught up on some shows, maybe there are some shows yeah. you've gotten behind on download those onto your phone, iPad, whatever the hell you use, yeah. and get caught up yeah. on a road trip. I mean, what else are you going to do for eight hours? Right. Um, cons. 
comes. You're in a car for eight hours yeah. or ex- extended period of time. Yeah, and, you know, you end up getting stiff. Getting out of the car is honestly a plus. That's a pro at that point because mm. you get the stretch, your knees, your ankles, you your legs. St- you stop so that keeps you from getting to your destination quicker. Right. But at the same time, yeah, you stretch your legs. Mm-hmm. You let out the classic, like, push the arms up. <sighs> yeah, let it out. Like you're pumping a grumpy. Yeah, and if you have, if you need a pump and grumpy, maybe you've been holding in a couple of, uh, yeah. you, got, you got a couple in the chamber. Yeah. So you just kind of get out. Set and, the gas nozzle in there and go inside and pinch a loaf. Yeah. Um, so other cons I'm thinking of. Gas. Gas prices, gas at least right now. Way too high. Um, and now I feel like you would have to do the math, which, of course, airline travel is expensive too, but you'd have to do the math to see what, what would actually so, save yeah, you money. The, there are some situations in some road trips where you would actually spend less money flying. As, as expensive as that ticket looks in a bulk, it's still going to be cheaper than Might spending 60 or $70 to fill up your gas tank five times. And something that we haven't mentioned, and uh, gosh, I mean, we just that intro killed us because we yeah. got to wrap it up in the next couple of minutes, but... Um, oftentimes people like to live out on the road cause you've got, you know, campsites, RV mm-hmm. parks. Yeah. And so that's what we need to talk about is the recreational vehicles where it's a move. You can live in the vehicle. Uh, so an RV, a camper, mm-hmm. um, there are some, a, a third wheel, you know, there are different names for them. Right. Um, actually I have a friend right now who's doing that Tyler Powell. I'm sure he won't mention, uh, or he won't be bothered that I mentioned this, but yeah. they packed into, uh, I think it what would be classified as like a Winnebago. Yeah. Where it's got like the regular truck front, so it doesn't like yeah. I guess it's not as intimidating as driving an RV, which basically is basically a motor like home. A, yeah. Um, so they took off and are going like up the northern part of the west mm-hmm. of the United States. So they're going to Yellowstone. They saw Mount Rushmore. I think they're going to go to the Grand Canyon. They're going to come back down kind of on the south part. Yeah. And now that is something that I've always wanted to do. But like I said at the beginning, you got to be with the right people in order to make that a, a, a fun, successful trip. Because Absolutely. It, an RV, as opposed to a v, like just driving in a regular car, yeah. does give you a little bit more space. But regardless, spending that much time with the people that you're on the trip with in a confined space. in a confined space uh, with limited, uh, you know, time things to, to do. Time, yeah, things to do and. Uh, you know, time to go outside of that vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's a real test. But if you have it can that, make or break relationships. If you have that right group, then I think it would be just a yeah. blast hey, to do that. My my dad once told me, he's like, before you get married, mm-hmm. you need to do two things. Which one of them is depending on your views and and uh, how you go about life. One of them can be a little bit questionable, but one of the things that you need to do before you get married is you need to go on a long road trip with somebody because you're going to learn a lot about that person and figure out whether or not you can handle being in the same area and same space as them for a a while and still enjoy yourself in stressful situations. Right. Yeah. That's another thing. Traffic Mm. is another big con for sure. sure. It's something that you don't run into if you fly it. But what was the, the second one that you said? There were two things. The second one was living together. Oh, so, and, yeah, which you know, so your dad's saying you should live with your significant other to see if it, if you it's like a test right. run, like and a like a, a one month or three month trial. Right, okay. and, and I think nothing wrong. We're with both that. we're nothing both Christian that. men, and I think the the yeah. Christian uh, idea is to not yes live with that person before you are married. Preferably, um, don't really see them at all. 
is yeah at times it can seem that way but um i think that there is something to spending a lot of time with somebody in a household whether it's living together or not you kind of get to learn to see how that mm. person lives like do they have the same views on some stuff like is it okay to leave a dirty dish or two in the sink or do you wash that yeah. as soon as you get done with it uh what is your views on laundry like and that kind of stuff I think is where he's coming from is to make sure that you guys are kind of on the same page there. Yeah. And that's important. Um, and then if you take that and put it into even smaller space instead into of a, a house, car. a car, yeah. uh, then that's a real test. And I drive a Nissan Altima. So we're in close quarters, but, but good gas mileage, right? Well, no, at this point, doesn't matter. At this point, there is no good gas mileage. That's good enough. And then I, I'm for like, okay, well, if gas is going to be like this, I might as well buy an electric vehicle, but I can't afford to buy one. No, they so, sell for like 40 grand. So they're going to have to fix that. Yeah. And that's another thing about road trips. If you have an electric vehicle, then you've got to plan it out as to yeah. where can I charge this up? Because you can only travel. What is, what's the longest that you can travel really? Uh, I know the long range Teslas. Um, and this is pure, like purely electric because you could get a hybrid where you could also have gas. Yeah. But I know the long range Teslas are still only like 350 miles. So yeah, it'll get you, it'll get you a while, but then you get a, that's a whole other thing that we could have talked about. But, yeah. um, road trips, do you recommend them? A lot of road trips I've been on have been to concerts or festivals. Yeah. And that's, that's always a great opportunity because on the way there, you're listening to music that you're looking forward to listening to right. at the concert or festival. Mm -hmm. and then on the way back, you're jamming to the to music that you reminiscing. Yeah, you either LRB, baby. you either confirmed that you liked it or you heard some new music that you want to jam out to. Yeah. And that's another thing. Man, hold on. All right, we got to talk about this too because it was on our list. Road trips. Do you listen to music or do you listen to podcasts? If the if the road trips long enough, both. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, and again, it depends on who you're traveling with too. Like are you with somebody who's going to want to sit and listen to a podcast? Uh, are you with somebody who, are they going to be annoyed by you jamming out and singing? Do you not want to hear them singing so you turn on a podcast? There's a whole lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and that probably comes in that last 5% and that I will, they can figure out. I will say this, and then we'll probably have to wrap this up, DJ. Um, All right. We, just to give the audience a, a, an idea, we had a list of 10 things to touch on. And because of that intro, and then because of that Bucky's uh, kind of off kind of off the Bucky's. road, yeah, Bucky's is great. I mean, like I've wanted to go in the Wienermobile, in the Wienermobile, but I've wanted to go to Bucky's just because I've heard it's so great, and they're putting in a lot of different locations. I actually saw someone in Nashville; they had a Bucky's World Tour T-shirt on, and I was like, "That's hilarious." And then on the back, it just had all of their locations, and it looked like a concert T-shirt. Listen, we we'll have to. I know we both got busy schedules. We find a time sometime soon. We're gonna take a road trip strictly to Bucky's. Just to uh, the nearest Bucky's. Yeah. Okay, that's fine with me. But uh, I was saying, uh, music or podcast? Is that what we were talking about? Music or podcast? Yeah. What was I? Oh no. What I was gonna say is, recently I went on a trip with my family. Mm -hmm. My uh, my mom and dad were driving, um, and I was in that vehicle with them, and. I'll preface this by saying I like Tom Petty. All right? Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, I like Tom Petty. But do I like him enough to sit through Tom Petty's top 75 songs on Tom Petty Radio Just on straight Sirius through? XM? No. Okay. See, I don't. 
See, and I, I unfortunately and did listen to Tom Petty's top seventy-five songs. I didn't. I wouldn't. I would probably get through about five of them, and then I wouldn't know the rest. I like Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers too. Um, with my dad, it's John Prine, mm. and I don't know if you know John Prine. Uh, he's he's a great storyteller. A lot of his songs are like that, but um, I he's one that he'll stick on John Prine's greatest hits, and we'll listen to that for the two hours that we're in the car. Uh, and that's so, not really yeah. the way that I would roll if I was in charge. You have to, it's almost like you have to kind of do a little crowd pleasing. You have yeah, to know really, your audience. You have to really know your audience, who you're traveling with. Um, and I know that my my mom and dad like Tom Petty, so they were fine with it just to pass the time. But yeah. me sitting in the back, it was a real test of, uh, of you me. You can't tell me you didn't jam out to stop dragging my heart around. No, and, and uh, they at one point they played uh, It's Good to Be King. I don't that's know that. A, no, that's a good one. You need to listen to that one. Um, you know, classic Tom Won't Petty voice. Won't back down. Won't back down. Played a uh, lot of lot of just really good Tom Petty songs. But again, after I, a while, I you wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend listening to seventy five straight Tom Petty songs, no. which is what I had the uh, the opportunity to do. But DJ, maybe maybe we didn't get to everything that we needed to in this episode, but we have kind of significantly gone over our our time allotted. So. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Any closing statements on road trips? We're going to take one to Bucky's. So yes, I'm excited. we are. Yes, we are. And our audience members are invited. If you want to go on our road trip, we have enough to fit three more people. Yes. So get in quick. And that's a lot of our audience. Uh, might be all of the, all of the audience that we have. So that would be perfect. <laughs> but that's going to do it for this episode of AYN2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pink. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.